this week on Splayed, I'm going to turn off the monitor this week on Splayed. <laughs> Just turn that off and have fun. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up? Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Splayed. This week in Splayed, we're talking about... UFO UFOs aliens guys aliens because they the unknown no <laughs> what's up are, are they unknown or are they known well I think they're known now right that's the thing NASA mm-hmm. NASA was it a week ago two weeks ago NASA just came out with their first report their UAP report okay and they're acknowledging the orbs man yeah they're like yo there's these orbs I'm gonna be real with you I don't know I don't I don't know where they are who they are who they are <laughs> they're all over the world it's not like some guy in his backyard yeah I'm gonna say a name to you okay right now Bob Lazar he was on Joe Rogan yeah I know Joe, uh, Lazar okay worked at Area 51 yeah came out and he's like hey he went in and he went out yeah he, he went in saw a bunch of shit <laughs> yeah came back out was like aliens I don't think wormholes though you don't you don't think of as wormholes he, he, he says it's wormholes mm-hmm. he says they're inter Interdimensional. I don't remember hearing that. I, I gotta go watch that. Okay. I heard about wormholes. Yeah. I think it's just a warp drive, or something like that. It's bending. It's well. Okay. I heard someone say it's not bending space time. It's bending like some sort of a electromagnetic or quantum field. Yeah. Instead of space time, but it's basically a, like a warp drive. Okay. So. Warp drive, which is not the same as a wormhole. A wormhole no. is like when you take two different areas of space and you yeah. poke a hole through the sheet of paper. <laughs> well, it's it's so you have the opening on one end, the wormhole, right? Yeah, and then it condenses down into I, a singular point, right? I don't think that's the case, and here's why. Here's why I don't think it's wormholes. Wormholes allow you to go infinite distance. Okay. So, well, maybe not infinite, but no. dramatic amounts of distance, right? If there were wormholes. It would be loud as F-bombs yeah. in this room right now with all the alien chatter, right? Yeah. We would not just be seeing three or four aliens. We would be seeing like an infinite number of them because every alien would be finding every other alien very, very quickly once they open a wormhole, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's wormholes. I think there is limits. I think we haven't violated speed of light. Mm-hmm. What a warp drive allows you to do is get from A to B without bringing extra stuff to throw out the back on the way there, right? Okay. Right? That they're that you're not burning as much. You don't have to throw shit out the back of your car. Yeah. Like imagine if you were going to like Vegas and we're in Utah and you had to like bring enough stuff in your car so that you could throw it out the back to propel yourself to Vegas, right? They're using the propulsion of you throwing shit yeah. just at random. So, in addition to having all of the fuel that you're going to use to spin your tires, you also have to throw fuel out the back of the car so yeah. that you can move, right? Well, you're decreasing your weight, too, as you're throwing shit out. Yeah, but you have to bring all that initial weight with you. <laughs> so, you're starting out, you're just like, one, here we go. Yeah, you know? that's, that's, that's how rockets work. You, you burn the fuel, yeah. but the reason you're burning the fuel is so that you can create enough energy to throw more fuel out of the back. True. Right? That's our way of propulsion. So... If you can go from A to B the way that an airplane wing goes up, yeah, you know how airplane wings work? The, the air Bernoulli jet. effect. Yes. Is it Bernoulli or it's... The jet stream effect going over the wing yeah. to increase lift. I don't think it's jet stream. I'm going to call it jet okay. stream. <laughs> anyway, you, get, you create a pressure difference, right? You add yeah. energy to the system and you create a pressure difference where the air preferentially wants to go 
well. It accelerates faster over the top of the wing, goes slower over the bottom, so you get an accumulation of pressure underneath the wing, and importantly, you get sort of like a vacuum above the wing, mm-hmm. right? Which like sucks you up. You like fall up, so in into a like a pressure hole, yeah. right? And that's the same way that a warp drive works, really, is that you're you're sort of falling. So it seems like not that unreasonable. I was thinking you could even have if you had any even like a wing, it could be a wing, some sort of electromagnetic wing that's basically just rotating through space-time, right? Mm-hmm. And creating such a pressure differential like that, then you can basically have space-time helicopters. To go through the fabric of space. Yeah, and we know that we can separate, we can create a pre- pressure difference with the Casimir effect, right? You can like, because of the, the length of the quantum fluctuations in the universe or whatever, you can create a pressure difference between the two plates, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can make that asymmetrical somehow then in theory, you could get this on principle similar to an airplane wing, you could fall your way to the other galaxy or the other star system, right? Mm. But this is important. You're not going faster than the speed of light. You're not going faster than the speed of light. You're not going... I'm just going to keep saying that until you say something else. I don't know. You're not going faster than the speed of light, which means that the only people who can get here are our neighbors. This is where we get to you, Adam, because I think you know more about this than I do. Who are our neighbors? Okay, so the nearest constellation um, is it Alpha Centauri? Is that the newest? The no, nearest, no, or is that the nearest like big system? That's like the biggest one that we can actually see. Now there might be something even bigger that we haven't even discovered yet. Because think of the sky; we're only looking at like thirteen percent of it right now. You know, well, or like, not, or not, it not, might be like fourteen of, of like our own universe. We don't actually. Yeah. We don't have that big of a picture right now. It's a smaller picture. Yes. We're very, very minuscule. I think we've seen the whole sky. Not the whole thing. I mean, the whole universe. The, not, um, as I've referred to sky, as in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't seen the whole galaxy. Well, we can't see, like, past other stuff. Yeah, well, I mean... But apart from that, I think we've seen the whole galaxy. Not the whole thing. No, no. I mean, we haven't even seen, like, a fraction of what we actually is out there. There's, like... So what we have, the Hubble telescope, well, it used to be the Hubble telescope. What's it now? The new one? I forget the name of it. James Webb? James Webb. So that, that, that's it. We've only gotten like better images and better clarity of it. Okay, wait. I want to go back to neighbors. Yes. Who are our neighbors? Well, the closest planets we have, you know. Yeah. Is, uh, no, no, no. Aliens. Oh, and alien-wise. Yeah, I want to know like species-wise. Who are our neighbors? We don't have any neighbors at the moment that we know of. Well, okay. This is what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying that anyone who's been here is probably a neighbor because I'm saying you can't violate light speed. I'm saying oh, they're okay. not time travelers. <laughs> I'm saying they're not wormholes. You want to know the different species of aliens that we and aliens. Okay. Yeah. That's what I believe the universe is. I think that's the the from what I understand, they're not violating known physics. Yeah. And we believe warp drives are possible as long as they don't violate light speed. Mm-hmm. So what I believe is that anyone who's here is someone who can get here in a reasonable amount of time. Okay. So, if you know the names of the species who've been here, then those are, in my belief, our neighbors. The neighbors. Okay, so we have the greys, the classic. Yeah. Big eyes, small head. Now, they're from where? They don't really say where they're from. They just say that they're part of a new... Zeta Reticuli. Come on, man. This is your domain. It's not really that, (laughs) but... There's the greys. Supposedly. Zeta Reticuli. And I don't know where... I was trying to figure out where to see that. I used to use Star Chart, but I can't get that on Android anymore. I don't know if there's like a reason. But it's... um, 
I think you can only see it from the southern hemisphere. Okay. I don't know. So a star chart, you could like look through the planet. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And see southern star systems, right? Yeah. But I don't know exactly where that is. But it's supposedly about 40 light years away, which is in range. In range. What? That they could get here. Yeah. In a reasonable amount of time. Then you have Maybe the what? lizard. Yeah. Reptilians. Reptilians, which they say, you know, conspiracy theories and everything about blending into our society and taking over. Okay. But that's just conspiracy theories. Now, they are more... When, like, so, I don't know anything about the reptilians. Everything I've been looking at from mm-hmm. Bob Lazar, Richard Doty. Doty? Doty? Sorry if I've said that wrong. Richard Doty? I don't know who... And, uh... I think there was one other person that I was looking at, but they the the, the only ones that were named were the Ebies, the the Greys. Yeah, the Greys, also known as the Zeta Reticulans, I think. Big guy. Well, and um, yeah, big. You know, the Greys. Yeah, yeah. So the reptilians, I haven't heard. Now, supposedly there are others. They mm-hmm. did mention, I think, the Nordics. The yeah, the white albino. Um, now there's I, I read a rumor that the Nordics are actually potentially like an ancient human race. There is a theory that they were the ones that like the ancient aliens, yeah. maybe maybe the Atlanteans or maybe before that. I don't know because I, I remember watching a show about them talking about them, how they were the ones that came down, gave the technology about pyramids and everything mm. to ancient man and said, "Now we got to go." But why did they just go off? You know. Right? Right? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, they're so, just like, later. Probably not. <laughs> so, reptilians I haven't heard about. Where are they from? What is their deal? I don't know exactly where they're from, but they just say that they blend in with society. They're the most, like, clever, that they blend in with everyone else and just get to... Okay, so are they, this, are they the ones that, like, can change their... They wear masks. So they, they they have like different. They just have like a mask. Yeah, like a paper mask. <laughs> it's just a paper. It's just a That's paper like mask. A crocodile with like a paper human mask. Exactly. Hi. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Jeb, you look great. I know. <laughs> He's got the <laughs> the mask like moving around. He's, He's like, oh crap. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> That's Bill. He's great. <laughs> but they work their way into society. He pulls it over to like drink some coffee. Yeah. Again. Hang on. <laughs> Tricks it out the side of the mouth with a yeah. huge straw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they're the ones that work their way into society, blend in as much as they can, and then try to work the thing, you know, everything in the background. Okay. So but, they manipulate, they're, they're like puppet masters. They're like playing. Yeah. They're like, they're like the like fox, politics. you know? Yeah. The fox wearing the sheep hood to get into uh, the, yeah. Okay. But I don't know if I really buy into that. So where are they from? Supposedly, they're just from everywhere. You know, like they're like a huge federation. Okay, so that's like a maybe that's maybe like a galactic. Yeah, like they're 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 think okay. of like the Empire, right? Yeah, in Star uh, Star Wars. I do wonder. So, if we've only bumped into like our neighbors here, is there is who are their neighbors and their yeah. neighbors? And is there someone who's you know their friend of their friend of their friend? Like, yeah, who knows? Do who? we have any room to expand, or is all the are all the systems around us already claimed and spoken for? That's the thing. I think we're like there's two theories that we're either so far removed from the civilization you know like we're in the back country uh-huh. we're all alone and they rarely come out here just to mess with us and they're like well but we move through so what I found out about our planet is supposedly we move through the galactic arms yeah we go around 
So like, what I was wondering <clears throat> is like, do they are we like a messenger pigeon? You know, oh, we're right. we're just like that. Um, <laughs> like, so when we when we shoot stuff out into space, like hoping we, you know someone will see it, that's like junk mail to them. Yeah, they're like, like oh, damn it, these, this these humans, we don't want this crap. You know, yeah. like that gold disc that has all our information on it that we launched into space. They're like, what's this? Oh, it's just another one of those civilization things that think they're really yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah. You know, throw it away. Or they're into the side of the ship. Yeah. What, what yeah. if they're not smart? What if they're like a band of biker gangs well here's what's interesting that, that John Lazar said I don't know if I believe this yeah but he did say like what if they just developed warp drives faster that, that's a, that's like, their like only they, technology they went that way first yeah and so they're able to get here but they're not but they but they don't even have like any other cool stuff yet you know what I mean like we've got more cool stuff than them but they <laughs> the they have warp drives but they don't have anything else yet they just hang mean? around because we have cool stuff to do on right. earth Here's something that I heard about uh, John Lazar that is compelling to me. Yeah, this his his statement came out thirty years ago. And I don't know if he was saying this thirty or like what is it? No, nineteen eighty. It was eighty nine, eighty eight. It was around the eighties. Late eighties when I think his statement came out because he was on like Dan Bell and stuff. Oh, or yeah, his yeah. interview. So Not Dan he Bell. said that the inside of the spaceship is there's no there's no console there's no there's no controls there's no lights right mm-hmm. now if you're looking at the inside of a Millennium Falcon. Back in the 1980s, you're seeing lights and dials and switches everywhere. Yeah. If you look at the inside of an airplane cockpit in the lights, 1980s, dials. lights, dials, and switches. Future <laughs> cockpits will be, I believe, virtual cockpits. They're already working on them. Mm-hmm. We already. It's it's way better. It is less complex. It's cheaper to manufacture. If you need to change the interface, it's a software upgrade. You don't have to take the ship in. You just download the new software. They get a new user interface, mm-hmm. right? So. It's, le- it's more secure because if someone else gets in there and they're not authorized to use the UI, they, they can't control the ship, right? Mm-hmm. They can't even understand it, like us, right? We can't even see how they're controlling it. Yeah. And supposedly, some of the EBs, the Greys, did have headsets, although supposedly they can also read your mind too, so they probably didn't need like VR. So you you're mean? saying telepathically controlled their Yeah, thing. their ship. Yeah. But for us, it's going to be VR, at least until we have Neuralink or whatever. And so... What I'm saying is that he got that right, and that doesn't prove what he's saying, mm-hmm. but it's a detail that he could have easily gotten wrong and didn't. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with Richard Doty. I was listening to his interview on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the original copy or what it is. It's something on YouTube. He's got like a, you know, and one of the things he said is that there was a person out in Utah up at the Proving Grounds Yeah, that had all these pictures. And they actually would land at his house. Like, he became friends with them. And he went in inside the ship and took pictures. And they asked him, well, what, what was it, you know, what was on the pictures or something? I can't remember. And he's like, oh, you know, there was like a screen with like star charts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me go, <clears throat> actually, I don't know if I believe you now. Because for the same reason, I don't think they would have a screen. Yeah. You know? Do you think that that would be more advanced than to just have controls or yeah, I think anything? anything maybe a screen. You might have a screen just for anyone who's not piloting the ship to be able to see some stuff, right? Yeah, but he said dials. But I think he also said something about con- some sort of like control surfaces or something like that. And I'm like, I, I really think that everything in an advanced civilization would be like the new Apple Vision Pro, right? Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Thing, yeah. Like you, you'd be doing this, you know, or it's like, it's like Minority Report. I don't think that you'd be doing physical controls because it's just not... 
unless you just it was like an aesthetic thing like a stick shift now like you get a stick you know you can have an automatic but you get a manual because it's funner to drive yeah <clears throat> maybe but uh well you, you know okay speaking of interface and controls you remember the movie the original movie aliens or alien yeah so when they found the alien pods but By they the way, f- supposedly zeta reticuli is in that like they oh, make references. Sorry, they found yeah. the pods. Okay. So they found the eggs and everything, but then you notice in the background there was that huge, uh, what were they called? The original uh, aliens that brought life to Earth. I forget their name. They're the big ball. Oh, the, yeah, the, the engineers. The engineers, yeah. yeah. So the engineer that you see in the background, mm-hmm. he's in that little seat. Yeah. So that's supposedly the control interface, and the, what he's wearing is a space mask. Yeah. So he was wearing like a space suit. They cut him out of it, and then they put his head in to see his memories. You, have you seen the new? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So think of that because it's like a whole interface suit that he was wearing. Yeah. So like when you're plugged into the Matrix. Yeah. Right? So he just got into that whole suit, laid down, and he was piloting the whole ship. In the Matrix Two, you see people coming into dock at Zion. Yes, yes. Right. And they had the it's virtual dock. Virtual, exactly. The whole command center is virtual. Yeah. That's how I imagine a spaceship would be. And that's how jo- uh, Bob, sorry, Bob Lazar, I think I've called him John already in the episode. No, but Lazar, just say Lazar. Czar. Yeah, <laughs> the Lazar. The Lazar. That's how the Lazar describes them, right? Um, no, but it was really interesting to hear Dodie. But here's the thing about Dodie, or hmm. Dottie, is that supposedly his job was to plant misinformation. Mm-hmm. That was supposedly, if I understood that right, I may be misunderstanding that, was it was actually... His job was to plant misinformation. To so lead you away. Yeah. So now he's out here telling all this interesting stuff, but is that just an extension of what he was already doing? Or mm-hmm. he is still doing. Is he still doing it? Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Because <clears throat> yeah. it's like a fake... It's like, hey, I got fired from the government, so I'm going to release all this data, but it's not real data. You're yeah. still working for the government. Yeah, he's still getting a paycheck. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> he's just got, doing it like much cushier job version of it yeah you know I mean? <laughs> so think about that it's like hey i got semi-secret clearance i'm going to use that to my own advantage and get myself rich right yeah you know there's your motive okay get myself rich sorry i don't know why but yeah. this made me think of people in our in our society who maybe have been able to reverse this technology and who will run the government who run mm-hmm. the world i don't know if because we haven't really have we reversed it? No, I don't think we have even... Are any of these human? No. <clears throat> I don't think we've even gotten close to what, you know... Here's the thing. If you look at his... I can't remember the name. I'm forgetting it right now. He was also on Joe Rogan. And his his testimony is very believable. We have footage of it. It's public domain. He's in... He It's the Tic Tac. Oh, yes. He's I... flying a jet. Mm-hmm. He looks down to the water. There's white water breaking... Like as though there was breaking over rocks or something like that. And then just above the water... Doing just left, right, forward, back, left, right, forward, back, right, mm-hmm. is a tic-tac. Now, what I believe is happening, what I believe, why it's causing the white water, my theory, is that because it's, you know, creating compression waves in space-time or something. And so underneath the water, you've got some compression, and that's causing the white water, right? That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, or, or expansion or something. It's, it's, he's manipulating the, the density of the matter underneath the ship, with the ship, right? Mm-hmm. But not in a way that you can see, right? But it's just going left, right, up, down, left, right, up, down, right? Mm-hmm. What I believe they are doing there, because why would an alien do that? What I believe they are doing is practicing. They're testing. They're testing something they've just built. Okay. Uh, they're making sure that, that it responds the way they want it to respond. They're running it through some routines, yeah. right? 
they are testing. That's what I believe they're doing in there, right? And what's interesting about that is they're buying they're buying a navy ship and um, a carrier, I think. And the, there, there's 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 test flights going on there daily, or you know, almost every day mm-hmm. with test pilots. And then what's happening is in the daytime they're flying, and then at the nighttime, the Tic Tacs are flying, right? So they're waiting until the the known, you know, unclassified pilots are done doing their training exercises. Mm-hmm. And then the deep pilots, you know what I mean, are coming out and testing the advanced hardware. Okay. But occasionally there'd be overlap and they'd see each other. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so do you know the story about the, well, it's one of the more credible uh, eyewitness accounts. It's from a, a sheriff who was uh, chasing... Uh, speeder through the backcountry road. Okay. And he sees one of the, like the Tic Tac you described, mm. land out. And he's like, okay, I better go check this out because he saw smoke and fire. Right. He goes over to the craft and he sees it come out with three prongs and land. And as he comes up to it, he knows a strange symbol on the side. And then he sees two figures walking around behind it come out in white suits and they're kind of just talking to each other. Like verbally. Well, no, just kind of like motioning. So he's like, they didn't really say anything, but he was just like, they're Mm -hmm. motioning. Because I don't think the greys do that. The greys are all mental. But he said they were human size in white suits. So they look like space. And landing gear. Yeah. And landing gear touched down with a symbol. That that aligns. But, you know, they, they turn around, notice the sheriff. And then they get back in their little, they said they boarded the ship. And then it made a loud noise out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, it just started to hover a couple feet, and then the loud noise stopped, the landing gear retracted, and then it took off. Now, when they went to go view the area, it was burnt some grass and the three landing areas, but what they said is the bottom of the where it actually landed was all glass. So it turned the sand to, yeah, into okay. glass. And, you know, he called out a few of the other deputies out, and he's like, hey, look, this is what I saw. Then the government got involved, and they're like, tell us your story, you know, what happened. And he's like, well, I was chasing this guy, you know, stopped, investigated. Fucking crazy. You know, and they're like... The landing gear... So supposedly, when you see that, it's because we've... Supposedly, we've developed, like, clones of a lot of these ships, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I hear, that's what I read, right? I'm gathering in this from different, like, YouTube sources. Yeah. All this information is coming off of YouTube and the internet, right? I'm not getting <laughs> into this from anywhere that no one else can get it, right? Yeah. But we've, and then we retrofit them so that we can use them, mm-hmm. right? And so we add landing gear, you know what I mean? Or we build a copy of it that has landing gear, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, the technology is not as perfect as whatever they have, you know? But this encounter, like you said, the, the pilots during the day would do theirs. This happened during the day, broad daylight. Interesting. So this was back in like 1982, no, 1984, I would say. You know what's interesting is the pilot who saw the Tic Tac, he talks about sometimes they would actually go, he says this on Joe Rogan, sometimes they would actually go and uh, and pretend to be UFOs. Like they would cut their engine or something and then they would like, they would accelerate to like Mach 1 or something. It was a really high speed, right? Mm-hmm. And they would like cut their engine so they're quiet and they would be coming in super fast. They'd come super close to like a campfire, right? Okay. And then they'd pump their engine, do something, some sort of maneuver and like blast off. So like it would be silent. And then all of a sudden you see this blast of light and sound and then it would just shoot off. You know what I mean? Okay. And so they would actually like do, like they would pretend to be a UFO. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So you got to imagine, because you know pilots are doing that kind of crap. You know well, what I mean? of course, people are going to, you know, be like, hey, I want to scare some, you know, get on the news. If we have people flying Tic Tacs, I guarantee you that occasionally they're jerking people off. You know what I mean? They're jerking people around, right? They're, they're, they're making jokes. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to scare the populace and fly around. Yeah. But wouldn't they get them fired though, right? Or would they, or is the government like, so. go ahead, go ahead. That's it. like a, if, cause if like, if you're in that community, like you're tried and true and tested, it's kind of like a, like everyone kind of like, I would imagine mm-hmm. because it has, it's so secret. It's hard to get people into that because it takes time to like prove them out before, you know, like before you give them more and more information. Right. Yeah. It takes time to get skilled people into that area. So I'd imagine what happens is you get to a certain point where it's like you're for your hard as long as you're loyal, as long as you're not lying, I'm sorry, as long as you're not going to leak information, mm-hmm. then you're valuable and you're hard to get rid of and you can kind of dink around a little bit. <laughs> so you, you're, I mean? you got this Top Gun ace pilot. Exactly. But he's like, yes. he's like, damn it's it. Top Gun complete. It's a, yeah. yeah. And he's it's like, Maverick. damn it. I've worked at the here for so long. You know, you guys can't fire me. Yeah. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to steal the spaceship. The yeah. <laughs> I want to I'm going to hijack it. Look, I'm not going to tell anybody anything, but I'm going to take this spaceship for a couple of hours and nobody's going to ask me why, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what happened with a, a helicopter pilot. He was fired. He came back to the base and stole a helicopter and then flew it to the White House and landed in the White House lawn. That's, that's a good way to die. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was arrested. You yeah. know, he didn't get killed. But he's Lucky like... Lucky motherfucker. I didn't, want to get, I didn't want to get fired, but I'm going to go steal a helicopter now. <laughs> So, Dave has come. Is David? David Gru... Shoot, I already forgot his name. The, the guy the, who just came out. The okay. Whistleblower. I don't know his name, but he was yeah, just... Yeah, it suddenly escaped my mind, and I really should have it here, but I don't. But he was like saying... So, his a lot of his story was like... He's new. He's a newbie. He's from Utah, right? Or no. Is he? Did he work from Utah? I don't think so. Grush? Grush? <laughs> Garnish. Samsonite. Samsonite. <laughs> so... You feel that he has a lot of holes in his story? No. No. <laughs> I don't believe that he has holes in his story. Grush, yeah, David Grush, right? Yeah. He, um... I don't know that I believe it, but I've been looking at so much other stuff now that I'm kind of convinced that aliens are real anyway. Mm-hmm. What? So I don't necessarily... Like, if it weren't for that, like, his testimony alone, to be honest, just the way that he presents himself, I don't find him a believable person. Yeah. His credentials are supposedly where they need to be for us to believe this. And here's the thing that gets me about this, is that supposedly, I haven't actually confirmed this, supposedly he gave sworn testimony. That is not something that you do if it's a hoax. Mm -hmm. If you're sane, you don't give sworn testimony if it's a hoax. So the fact that he he, he did this under oath... He said this stuff. If you do that, you gotta actually be telling the truth to the best of your knowledge, mm-hmm. or you gotta be some kind of crazy. He might, you know. He could be some kind of crazy. That's not the impression that I get. I he something about his expressions, the way that he like presents his case. You know, they ask him about aliens. He's like, what? you know, <laughs> sometimes when you you capture people. You get bodies. And just the way that he said that, I was just like, I don't know, you know? And then mm-hmm. there was another line they asked him that they were like, 
how do you know these crafts were extraterrestrial? And he starts talking about atomic makeup. And you can tell that he's out of his domain, right? Because yeah. he's kind of, he's stretching a little bit. He's reaching. And he's like, I, the atomic count and the nucleus and the uh, the emergent properties of the material, you know. And you can tell that, and the more obvious answer would be like, well, because there was alien bodies, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how we know, <laughs> you know. They, they were there. They were there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, there's some areas where I'm like, I question it. And maybe he was stretching a little bit. Maybe, maybe he knows X amount. Mm-hmm. And then he was asked some questions that were a little bit outside where he, he was, he knew and where he should have said, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. But instead of saying, I don't know, he tried to reach and put together what he thinks. Right. And some of what he said is what he thinks. And some of what he said is what he knows. Right. I don't know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him? I think maybe he's, he has, maybe he has some information, but like you said, bits and pieces, and then he's trying to connect it to something else that he just wants people to believe. Again, like you said, he was in misinformation, you know, make people believe the lie. No, that's the other guy. Oh, that was the other guy. Never mind. This guy's job was to be supposed, like he was, he was in the, I think it's the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, or he was adjacent to them, um, and he was involved with the UAP, the 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 uh, aerial, the you know unidentified oh. aerial phenomenon. So he he was in the place he needed to be in. To that's not questionable. Yeah, he was in the place that he would have needed to be in to potentially have made the contacts he needed to make to have the information that he says that he has. Mm-hmm. Everything lines up that he could have this information. And because of all the other testimonies you see from all the other people over the years, there is a possibility that information does exist, that it is real. Yeah. And he was in a position to potentially have sampled some of it. He like he maybe saw some of it, you know, and then said, I want to run with this. You know? Again, but are you willing to run with this under fear of perjury? Like Okay, he knows like a half truth can still be half true, right? If he believes it, if he if he knowingly right? deceived, though, even if he willingly deceived, it's like perjury. He could s- s- face perjury, but he's just like, hey, half of what I said was true. The other half, I'm just kind of reaching out for. Half is perjury still. Still, he doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> well, maybe and maybe maybe yeah. maybe he's not being super. Maybe he hasn't thought everything through. But I believe that he's had a lawyer and he's been counseled. Like okay. he's got a lawyer that's working for him. Um, the podcast we were just listening to. What is it? The, the Weaponized podcast. Oh, is was that, it? Okay, it's, yeah. Uh, it's I've just learned. I'm just getting into this guy, so yeah. I'm just learning <laughs> names. Jeremy Cor- Corbin. I don't know his. Corbin. Cor- <laughs> Corbin <Anyway>. Dallas. Corbin <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Multipass. <laughs> That goes back to aliens, see? Um, <laughs> I love that movie so much. Okay, yeah. Uh, he was saying that he's been, you know, talking to him already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's been, he's had counsel. So it's not like, like, he knows the risk of false testimony. He has to have been briefed on that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he would be reckless. And everything that you know, people who talk about his character say what they will about him which I haven't heard a lot of bad, but say what they will about him. They're not saying that he's naive, you know, or dumb, you know? So, like, he has to understand legality, what his risks were, 
and he is saying this stuff. Yeah. It just seems like on the, on the like, as I watch the interview, I don't feel like I believe him. Yeah. But he has every reason to be telling the truth. There, there's having every reason, but then just lying about whatever you can. Um, okay, NASA. Yeah, gave their report. We talked about this already. There are orbs. Mm-hmm. They, they see the orbs all over the world. Yeah, white, translucent, metallic. Yeah, one to four meters in length on average. Flying at supersonic speed, crazy speeds. Yeah. Not always. Some of them are slow moving, but the point is that they don't know how they're moving, and they don't know where they're from they don't look like something that we've seen another country or ourselves build yeah and they're seeing them everywhere the testimony to congress from the you the unidentified aerial phenomena you can just say blue book people. yeah blue book's the old version though. yeah it's the old but the new blue book 2.0 you can yeah. say blue book yeah all right blue book 2.0 the uh the the report they gave to congress they showed a pilot on a cell phone took a picture of an orb mm-hmm they and see these orbs all over the they're all over the world. It's not some guy in his backyard flying a drone. These orbs are everywhere. Yeah, and we don't know who's manufacturing them. Apparently, yeah, but they're everywhere. If you want to go deeper down the orb rabbit hole, there's things called rods. What are rods? So rods are little tiny. So think of the orb, but like super microscopic. Well, not microscopic, but able to see. But they float around and like. There's people who are like, oh, look, I've caught so many rods in my backyard. You know, like they're looking. Now, a lot of people are like, these are just bugs. You know, mm-hmm. they're tiny. They fly in front of your camera and they look like little tiny white rods. <clears throat> now he's like, what kind, what kind of microscopic bug is this then? You know, but there's a whole rabbit hole about they live. They're everywhere and that they're interdimensional. They just zip in and out really fast. And you're like, oh my God, that was a rod, or that's an interdimensional bean coming through, you know? Crazy. They also like little, tri- little people. Little tiny, yeah, <laughs> little tiny bugs that go, and you're like, what the hell? Um, Super advanced species that are just big. Yeah, and it also coincides into ghost sightings for some reason. I don't yeah. know. Well, here's, I have a theory. Yeah. Which is that those type of sightings are actually extraterrestrial in nature that they're the ghost sightings would be actually aliens, aliens or, or interdimensional alien, beings yeah okay. or alien technology or manifestation electromagnetic you know whatever this guy over here that was by the proving grounds you know like the theory is supposedly he saw these like orbs mm-hmm. like not the metallic orbs like energy orbs in his house that would float around yeah right? yeah that, that's another thing that goes along with the rod sighting along with the ghost and then alien which is like conspiracy tying into another conspiracy but so what I was wondering is like could those be like you know when you're <laughs> flying an airplane you get these little like trails trails that come off the like the, you know like when you're following another airplane you just have to be careful on the distance because you get these little like it's like the wake but you get these little like spirals off the tip of the wing yeah, aren't right. those just like contrast or what? Or contrail or whatever they call them? Not, not the. I don't know that they're they're not necessarily contrails. They might be. I don't. I don't actually know. I thought contrails were off the jet engine, right? See, yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people are like, "Oh, they're spraying us with poison," you know, up there, and yeah. it's like that's stupid. But contrails, same. But, yeah, but no, when you land, you get these little like off the tip of the wing. You get these little like these little spirals mm. because again, you're creating this pressure differential. Mm-hmm. So if their alien aircraft are moving with some sort of a space-time or quantum pressure differential, could it have similar effects? Could you be getting 
artifacts, quantum artifacts in the area where the spacecraft fly. Yeah. And is that because he was close enough to observe them on the regular, mm-hmm. right? Is that what... Actually, that wasn't the Proven Grounds guy. I think that was a different... No, that they were talking about Paul. Some guy named Paul. Okay. It's known as go, having gone crazy, right? So, and I think he was in an area where he could observe frequent activity. And as a result of being so close to that, was he seeing artifacts? Yeah. Just a thought. Theory. Came to me. Just a theory. Just an idea. Don't know it, if it's real. It would be interesting to I see. I haven't read that anywhere. Came, yeah. came up with that out of my own... Brain box. Brain box. <laughs> yeah. Well, that the side effects from alien visitors... Let's say, okay, you gotta con- take the data. Alien sightings, most uh, area densely condensed, right? Around Area 51, Nevada, Roswell. Nuclear sites. Nuclear sites, stuff like that. They seem to be attracted to nuclear sites. But in the surrounding area, counter that with how many paranormal sites you might have, right? Oh, okay. And They're if that's... Higher. Yeah, if it's coalescent to one another. How are they related? Do you see yeah. more of those in the same areas? Because they I say... I don't know the answer to that question. Do yeah. You know? There was a thing about houses that are built near those giant electrical towers. They seem to have more paranormal activity than other less you know far away because of the i guess the electrical magnetic field yeah interesting right yep so well supposedly electromagnetic fields affect the ability of the aliens to cloak Mm. so our our technology interferes with theirs yeah and they can interfere with their ability to hide themselves and that that could be why they don't really want to land so close it, there could be a number of reasons like the world awards uh, they're allergic to our air you know it's poison yeah. to them well supposedly there was one story I was reading about where we got exposed to their organisms and it was a bad situation yeah so that goes both ways vice versa <laughs> yeah like we could uncover uh, a prehistoric virus you know under the ice shelf sometime and that's like the zombie virus right yeah and it just goes wild or so I wanted to get back to um okay the idea of sort of extraterrestrials and then, like, ghost sightings or similar phenomena, right? Okay, corresponding. What, I think I've seen videos on YouTube of, like, black, wispy, cloudy men. Shadow men, yes. Shadow men. I've okay, seen I many want, a shadow men. Because, here's the thing. I was looking at the video of the guy in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The Vegas kid. Okay. And, um, there is a really interesting, I'm going to show it to you at some point. There's, next to him, um... If you watch it, when they go in the backyard, and I think it's someone in his family's filming, you can see the kid. They're looking for this. So this is a recent event that just happened in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Coincides with some meteor sightings, and there was actually supposedly chatter, military chatter, about some UFO or something around Lake Mead in Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. So all this lined up, and so there's there's credibility to, you know, there's a higher likelihood that there would be a sighting and then he reported the sighting, so people are giving it more credibility, I think, than they would otherwise. Yeah. He describes the aliens like as like eight foot tall, greenish gray skin, which doesn't align with the grays. The grays are short. Yeah. Right? Um. Although supposedly there's like a genetic variant of them that's taller. I don't know. Well, they're they're like okay, they have the idea of the the hybrid where the grays and the uh, lizards had interbred, and then the angelic. Uh, I forget their real name because there was a hacking incident that happened where a TV network was taken over and it's like, we are the galactic Kleshnar Empire. You must disable all your nuclear weapons by such and such date. You know, it, it could have been a prank or it could have been the actual 
That's interesting. Yeah. yeah I'll show you the video about it. Nuclear weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, throw down all your nuclear weapons and, you know, we are here to save you, mankind. It was the white uh, albino alien okay. race. Okay. They're like, we're the Kaglashian Empire. We've come to help you. Interesting. I'll play you the video. It's really interesting. Okay. I'm uh, to see that. I'm already freaked out. There was another one. There, the, the fourth race. Or third? Tell me. I can't remember who they are, though. They're, yeah. they're supposed to be looking exactly like us because they can blend in, but they don't really... I guess they're more the ones that want to abduct. That's where a lot of the abduction stories come from, I think. Gotcha. That they abduct us. Yeah. But they look like us. Well, I wonder, I wonder, are the abductions happening <clears throat> by our own people? That's the thing, right? They look like us because they are us. It's just the military yeah. or the government. Or someone. Right. Maybe a secret organization that doesn't... Let's go higher beyond any global government. It's just like the men in black. Yeah. They come in, abduct us, and say, what do you want to do with them? I don't know. Hit him in the head till he doesn't yeah, remember. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And then kick him out. <laughs> so, um, okay. I want to talk about the... <laughs> so, anyway, next to this guy, if you're looking at him, as he goes to the fence... Yeah. This weird shadow moves into frame. So the, he describes them that way, but he said that initially when he looked at him, he couldn't see them. Like it was blurry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when he goes out in the backyard, there's this weird shadow that moves into the to the right of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, a large dark mass that just moves. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen plenty of them. And it's crazy. And so I was wondering because it reminded me of the crazy dark shadows that I would have seen in Utopia as I go through all the alien stuff. Yeah, is that alien or is that? Ghost phenomena? What What is that? So, shadow men are mainly relevant to the paranormal ghost paranormal? area. Okay. Because, now, there there are some theories that when the human soul is not really, I guess, if you have a belief in heaven, it's to, it depends on what you really believe. It's like, if you have your ideal, perfect version of heaven, you go to there. Okay. But if you're not sure, you're you know, an atheist or an agnostic, when you die, your soul just kind of wanders earth. So what we're seeing is fragments and pieces of time repeating for people. So the spirit lingers around. He's not really interactive, but he plays memories of himself. So that's where you get like the shadow person Mm. going through the house, doing normal day-to-day kind of thing, or it looks like he's doing that, or Mm. he just stands there. And he doesn't really move or do anything. And you're like, what do you want? And then he just kind of disappears. That's him phasing in and out of our little perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we always capture glimpses of like things that move in the outside of our corner of our eye. Yeah. And sometimes we actually capture a video of it. I'll show you uh, Ghost of Carmel, Maine. Because he caught one where he got up, he's going up the stairs and he turns his phone camera to the window and you see this person who has his hand up through the window like pulling the curtain back and all of a sudden he just like flies through the window that's normal that's normal no one does that <laughs> I know that guy yeah. oh that's Tom he does that shit all the time he's got the little lizard mask on <laughs> alright but okay so the shadow men but if it corresponds with aliens that's what I'm wondering yeah if it's actually cloaked aliens that is an interesting 
concept because if it is like let's say interdimensional or something that I don't even say it's interdimensional I'm you just, just think it's cloaked. the alien stuff going yeah. on okay I'm not sure the interdimensional is actually possible either you know when I talk about like because for the same reason I don't think Wormhole I think you'd have way too much chatter mm-hmm. you'd have n times n you know whatever well if you had n squared communication channels where n is an incredibly big number you yeah. know what I mean um but you would have to have that channel open all the time, right? Yeah, but the fact that they can be opened here and they are occasionally, it's not like there wouldn't be just one species, interdimensional or intergalactic, visiting here. It would be like they'd be everywhere. You well, know what I mean? Even, the, if it's, even if one in a bajillion of them, right, mm. actually comes to Earth, we'd still have them all over the freaking place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, well, so let's say, okay, let's take the, the scenario that they're able to get to us uh-huh. via their device. Let's say they have a device and they are intimate. Let's say there are dimensional. They open up that pathway and instead of having everything go through all at once, they filter it out. Yeah. But like I said, even, even if it's one percent, <laughs> even if it's point zero 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 one percent of all of the species in all of the dimensions that come to earth, we would, our whole planet would be stuffed to the brim with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the point. It's just, there's just, it. If, if it's instantaneous to travel anywhere, then there will be people everywhere. You know what I mean? Every planet will have people from every planet all over the place. Maybe that's already happened too, and that's why we don't hear too many things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I think the only reason that you would have a limitation in that is if, is if, it actually takes real time to travel places. Then you're going to have pockets of the galaxy like ours where there's only a handful of civilizations here. Yeah. Know? That kind of makes more of the, you know, logical sense. Yeah. That we're just semi-visited. Yeah. Because they travel here and they... It's expensive to come here. <laughs> <laughs> it costs a lot of pesos. Yeah. Well, supposedly the power that they're pulling, though... Zero point energy, I think Lazar says it is, or, or someone's a doughty. Someone, someone says it's zero point. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, apparently, they're just basically pulling quantum fluctuations from the vacuum. And so it's like it's like an energy network that you can tap into, mm-hmm. like a well, and you've just got free <laughs> energy wherever you are. It's they're- not free. I mean, you're, I think you're using it, but it's it's um you're able to tap into it pretty much anywhere you yeah know what I mean? maybe there's some areas where it's stronger i don't know it was funny because that show with the aliens i forget the name of it but it was by justin Rowland. the guy did rick and morty the aliens get on one of the little rent scooters he goes damn it when will these humans learn how to harness the power of love <laughs> yeah. make this thing go faster <laughs> yeah. oh speaking of the power of love yeah. um hoverboards i'm pretty sure that if we can build a hovering spaceship, we can build hoverboards. So if they could just release that technology, and that's what you're waiting for. Fucking hoverboards. <laughs> you want Hasbro to make the hoverboards yes. now? <laughs> you're like, I need that. We were supposed to get it in 2015. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. They held that shit back. So we have maglev technology, where you super cool the bottom of a magnet. Yeah, and it hovers. it's not the same. But it's not the same. It's right? not anti-gravity. You got to harness the power of love yeah. to make the hoverboard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get on that. <laughs> Elon. Uh, yeah. Come on, Elon. Dude, I says a message to Elon. Here's an idea. Here's yeah. an idea. 
gravity piston. It seems like it'd be real. Why can't they do this? So, it's a fusion reactor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First, you gotta have fusion. You gotta have the fusion. Yeah, completely irrelevant if we can tap into the quantum fluctuation stuff. Right? Yeah. But the point is, you 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 take you dig a hole. You dig a cylinder in the ground. You, know, you line it with uranium or whatever the fuck you gotta need to line it with. Right? <laughs> it can be as dense as you want it to be because it's not gonna move. Right? Okay. You got a big hole in the ground, a cylinder, and it's just a big chunk of really hard cylinder outside and avoid mm-hmm. like the cylinder of a car and you're going to have injectors and you inject hydrogen into the cylinder pure hydrogen okay with uranium <laughs> with with a bit of uranium no, so not yet. Uh, it doesn't have uranium I'm just thinking of a dense metal you mm-hmm. know element 115 if you will just a smidge of uranium um, and then you just stack plates heavy plates on top of it. They could be uranium. They could. <laughs> <laughs> you stack plates on top of it, right? Mm-hmm. And you just keep stacking. You just keep going. And you keep going. Is it fused yet? Nope. Put another plate on it. <laughs> boom. 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 Until you're reaching the moon almost. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to get fusion, I think. If yeah? You, eventually? Fusion. Okay. Now, here's what I don't know. Yeah. You've got fusion. Is it going to create enough heat and energy... To push the plate back up. Well, because then you can collect the energy. The idea is, though, is that then you you actually remove a bunch of those plates, or all of them, and instead of having plates, you have a crankshaft. You've got an internal, city-sized, internal combustion engine <laughs> driving fusion. Again. Can it be done? Because it seems way fucking simpler than what everyone else is doing. But it's the cost, right? It can't be more expensive <laughs> than the like gabajillion lasers that they're using to 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 create fusion right now. You know, I mean, or that's the, the closest. Or the Tomac, you know, because like, you, you're trying to use electromagnetic confinement. Why not just use dumb metal? Why don't we just get the Doctor Strange power? You know, mm-hmm. use that because that's everywhere. I feel like that wasn't <laughs> a counter argument. <laughs> no, it. it <laughs> Dr. Strange knows what he's doing. <laughs> Look, Dr. Strange is real. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> he's a surgeon. Dude's real. I'm a surgeon. <laughs> I'm a surgeon. All right. Uh, anything else that... So I, I think I've exhausted all I know. That's a week of research on my part. That's a whole week. Supposedly the Pentagon's coming out with a report if I, if I heard the news right. Mm-hmm. Really interested to hear that. By the way, this last week I went from complete alien disbeliever or very unlikely that they're already here mm-hmm. to 100%. Wow. 100% they're here. You're ready to go out to Nevada with I'm, a tinfoil hat yeah. and go... We'll, we'll have to drive you out to... Um, By the way, how do you think I, the Greys evolved mind mind transfer? I was thinking that's so interesting. How they evolved how do you How do you evolve that? Because supposedly they have ear glands, but they're not... Their ears aren't there. And I'm wondering if those those are like our vestigial tails. Like they just kind of like... They, they had the ability to hear, mm-hmm. but then they developed the ability to transmit brainwaves. Telepathically. Which is why I think their heads slope up the way they do. So that they can actually see the other person's thoughts. That's why their eyes are so big. That they look into your mind. They need to but be able to view the, the brain waves coming out of your brain. That's a lot of uh, talk. Them when They were talking about uh, grays when they were trying to view. You've seen the one where the, the fake video about the gray choking... You never seen that? Okay. I don't want to see a great choking. I hope he's all right. It's weird. It's a really fake looking video, but it's a gray, yeah. and it has the timestamp at the bottom, 
and he's like, well, the gray here is now telepathically communicating to one of our researchers because the researcher was the only one that had the ability to talk with him telepathically because he was born with a certain gene that enabled this telepathic to happen. And all, you know, he's making yeah. up a bunch of Supposedly stuff. Supposedly the gray that survived the crash did have like a preferential buddy, but he wasn't, he wouldn't have a gene. He just, he was like a linguist mm-hmm. that seemed to understand the gray better than the others. It, it was weird because he's saying that only certain people were born with a specific ability mm. to communicate with them. And that's why they hired that one person. But anyway, the video goes Have on. Have we been tampered with? Cause I feel like, so Joe Rogan, he always talks about us being tampered with. And like, like he, I think he wants that to be the case. Yeah. I don't, man. I think it's way cooler if we like got here on our own steam. No, I think we just got here on our own. It's not really, you know, engineering of any one yeah. mastermind, right? I'm going to be disappointed if we got tampered with. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. But I would, it's cooler if we got here on our own steam. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't mind if they, like, interfered. Like, like from a social perspective. Mm. You know? Like, if they played gods, you know? No, I don't think they're really doing anything like that. It's more... It's like the Star Trek. You just observe. You don't really interfere... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you... Except for the teenagers that are out, you know. Yeah, you, you interfere with the farmers. Right. You interfere with farmers, teenagers, and the drunk guy on the lake. Yep. Those three. Those, those You're allowed to interfere with those three. <laughs> That's what the screen's for. Remember the screen? Yeah. The one screen. Three things. <laughs> the three laws. Teenagers, <laughs> farmers, and the drunk guy. <laughs> you got that, right? You got it. Um, and the gray taking notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think greys are emotional beings? Now, that that was brought up in that movie Fire in the Sky. Okay. Because when they kidnapped him and he was recounting everything, he's like, they they didn't really do, you know, he's like, I'm yelling, God help me, God help me, you know, and they just kind of looked at him like, I don't understand, you know. Yeah. And then when he's like, I try to break free and I hit one of them, they just kind of turned and looked and then they all just sort of got up and walked out the door. You know, walked out away from him. No emotion, no nothing. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have to convey emotion because it's in your brain. Mm-hmm. But does that mean it's not there? <laughs> so when he hit the alien, he goes like, fuck. Because <laughs> maybe they are all expressing emotion and he can't tell. Yeah. Because it's all, it's all like... Yeah, like it's in his head. Yeah. So outside, he's just stone cold. But inside, he's like... I hate the human. The human. <laughs> That's human. <laughs> He's not drunk. <laughs> Give him beer. Give him more beer. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, anyway. But you're you're kind of like, hey, I want a more more normal. Well, I would because an emotional. I would imagine that an emotional an emotional entity would be more likely to relate to us, and yeah. we could form an alliance. And that's the thing, because they don't say reptiles blend in because they can mimic our emotions, but they don't have them themselves. The angelic ones are all just like peace and love and stuff like that. But the greys don't have anything. Now, is it true that, you know, a grey and a reptilian can co-breed? Well, I'd imagine they have the ability to genetically do whatever they want to do. So they just made their own. They, they can just they can they can take some genes from the gray. They can take some like it's 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 in vitro. Like I'm sure they can make it happen. You okay. Know? Like they they have enough understanding of biology. They're gonna like I'm gonna take some of your genes. I'm gonna take some of your joint genes. Here's where they're not compatible. 
we'll go with yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, and they can create like a hybrid. Here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Spitballing. Total theory is that we have the tech and enough people are willing to talk about it now uh, that it's time for them to announce it. Like, I think we need to reverse it, make sure that we understood it, make sure that no one else got it until we had control over it. Mm-hmm. We do. We're confident now. Right? And I think it's time to say, guess what? We've got it. Here's how we got it. And it's coming out soon. That's the theory. It's a theory. But I'm thinking about the backlash that would cause us like, okay, we had this technology and we've been reverse engineering it since the 1950s. You know, that we actually had proof and stuff like that. It would cause major backlash at the government, I would think. First, you know, people would be it's like... It's causing backlash now. Oh, know? yeah. But I mean, people would be like, oh, thank God you finally said it. I mean, I think we'd be... I would, I would like to know that we have it. Mm-hmm. I would rather we have it than like an adversary have it. Like, if you know what I mean? If you if, found if out that... these orbs floating around, NASA has just said, there's metallic orbs on our cameras. Mm-hmm. We don't know what they are. Right? Yeah. I would rather find out those were ours than find out that they were an adversary's. That is true. I mean... So I don't think they'll get that much flack. You know what I mean? You don't? Well, I think, okay, let's say they come out and you have, you know, the president shaking a grace hand. Yeah. You know, not a, not an AI-generated photo, not a doctored photo, but an actual gray. Mm. You know, him yeah. in the gray shaking hand. Can they can they dress him up? Because they look freaky, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to put on pants? <laughs> yeah. Well, supposedly they wear clothes, like jumpsuits, like gray jumpsuits. It's just that they're kind of skin-fitting and so it looks like they're naked. <laughs> so, like, we, we got to ask you to put the jacket and tie on. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a suit and tie. Yeah. Suit and tie. And if you wear like a here, we got some wigs for you. No, we have some bike creepier. Would you settle for the biker shorts? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Just something. Didn't they do that in Paul? I gotta watch that movie again. By the way. Yeah, Paul is, is didn't hilarious. They, didn't they put him in some jumps in some shorts? I just some remember. shorts that they he had on because that's all he would wear was the shorts. <laughs> and he's, I said again. He's like, man, I I used to call up Spielberg and give him all the ideas for ET and yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Spielberg has a connection on the inside. That he gets all the stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Spielberg. What movie? He's doing Indiana Jones again. Well, there's a Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Is that an alien drive? We treat it as a holy relic, but it actually has alien tech. Mormonism. They have the artifacts that they've found. (laughs) Well, so, so in Mormonism, like, so, you know, we grew up in Utah, or I grew up in Utah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're really acquainted with, you know, a lot of the Mormon mythology mm-hmm. religion what do you call it I don't know well the golden plates and but they have artifacts yeah they were they came from angelic beings that are you know and so, so I mean that God lives around a planet named Kolob they're not exactly they're, they're pretty close to aliens what they're basically saying is that God is an alien yeah you know what I mean and so I mean I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing a bit there mm-hmm. but they're, they're not shy about the idea of there being the of, of our people and of our religion and God spanning more than just the earth you yeah. know what I mean they're 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 open to the idea of of planets of other planets and star systems out there right mm-hmm. so for them to, to then say oh by the way um you know we've got these artifacts 
that are from God from another world mm-hmm. is that all that different from saying that they're from aliens not really you see know? and that, that that brings me back to the whole thing of like why we haven't been contacted yet you know because we have the idea of religion that we would want to pro, you know go out and spread that religion right yeah they're like they're like look look right right <laughs> we don't want <laughs> your religion <laughs> we're not going no yeah i don't know you don't want the i mean you, you, you can you get see missionaries yeah the the, the missionaries of the grace yeah. coming and they hand you a book that's what i was thinking about is like is there a benevolent because here's the uh, there's three reasons mm-hmm. that i think the aliens would visit our planet three reasons Curiosity, I think that's the most likely. It's just logical, right? For multiple reasons. Just the same way that you're a kid and you look at ants crawling all over each other just because it's interesting, right? Um, But they're they're, emotionless, though. So they don't have curiosity. They don't know what that is. Yeah, well, I don't know. Aliens in general. Well, even... even, Well, the other other form of curiosity that I was going to say is just strategic... Okay. Smartness. What is the the word I'm looking for? um, That they kidnap us to... Well, you want to know what we are and if we're a threat, right? And that's what they've been doing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are we a threat? And that's why they're checking out our nuclear facilities, right? <laughs> what are you doing? What are we and are we a threat? That's a perfectly logical reason to come check us out, mm-hmm. right? So curiosity, I think, is the most obvious reason, right? Like, how did we advance? How did we evolve? Because that tells them about what, you know, maybe we evolved in a way they didn't expect, which would inform them as to how other life might evolve or other life that they might encounter. Yeah. Are we a threat? Are we not? What does that say about other life that's like us, right? Or this we're quarantined. In- mm. Anyway, second one. This is all information. Yeah, but that's after they've... I'm saying, why do they come here? You know, whether or not we're quarantined is what they decide to do afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to figure out why they've come here. Um, what's their initial motive? And I would say curiosity is the most obvious. Yeah. They're not coming here for resources. They've got a bajillion resources much closer to home than we have on our planet, mm-hmm. right? And if they are coming here for resources... They're going to stop it off at the gas planets or at the outer, you know, the the ring of comets or whatever. There's plenty of resources, right? Like, they have a shallower gravity well. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they're not... Like, we're, not we're not missing anything at the moment, right? Yeah, there's, there's nothing that they're going to come here for that we have that's rare, right? Love. Yeah. <laughs> they come here for Except love. us. But again, that goes to the curiosity aspect of it, right? Yeah. So... Some people say slavery. No, look, I'm sorry, but we're almost, we're already building robots. Tesla's robots are already practicing putting stuff away, right? Like, we're we're already building robots. We're going to have robots probably within the next 10 to 20 years that are going to be better slaves than a human ever would be. And they're going to have better technology than us, right? So they, yeah. don't, they don't need us for that. Well, after a thousand years, we have the whole Matrix thing go happen. But anyway. Yeah, and batteries, I don't think they need batteries, inefficient <laughs> batteries either. Especially if they've got the ability to get here, right? If they've solved their energy problems. So they don't need resources from us. Mm-hmm. So what are the other reasons that they would be here? Well, because the other option is that they want to be with us, meaning they're social people and they want to say hi and hang out or they want to do what's best for us, whether it's actually best for us or not. Problem there, right? Yeah, very big problem. Yeah. yeah. The greater good, you know? <laughs> the greater good, yes. Yeah. They're going to make us happy against our will, you know? You're going to do as I say. Yeah, and that kind of goes into your, like, intergalactic, like, put down your weapons and we're going to save you. Yeah, there's, that... there's a danger there of this of them controlling us, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? For our own good. Yeah. But still, benevolent, or at least well-intentioned 
from their point of view, right? Then the other one is that they're psychopathic and they actually enjoy hurting people, right? And <laughs> that they're no more advanced than a biker gang. Yeah. That they just want to. Yeah. They're all the Joker. Yeah. They just want to watch everything burn. Yeah. But then they would have big galactic show of force, wouldn't you say? Maybe, maybe not. Sometimes the psychopaths just pick on the weaker. That is true. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the psychopathic neighbor doesn't necessarily go out and go to war with the government. Yeah. He just kicks the dog. You know what I mean? They're not the Borg. Well, the Borg assimilated and, and everything. Worse, but you know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to leave it there. So. Galactic war is interesting. So if, you know what I mean? We're, we could be the dog that they want to kick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or experiment on. Because we're not under necessarily the protection, you know, they can get away with it. Right? We're, we're they open have a desire to abuse and we are vulnerable. Yeah. And there's not really any way that they're going to get caught doing it by some sort of galactic <laughs> we're the, empire. We're, we're the international water so no law exists out here. Right. right? Yeah. So they can do whatever they want. Right. That's why the lizard men are here. Maybe. 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 So remember, find those paper masks. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. That's what, you're safe. As long as you're wearing a paper mask, they can't tell either. You I know? just came up with a theory. That's why there's so many spirit Halloween stores. Yeah. That's why they always have to go find yeah. masks. Yep. So they go to the Halloween stores. Oh, my mask broke. <laughs> Don't look at me. And they're trying to downshift. Like the string broke. And yeah. immediately you can recognize it. You know? Oh my God, I got to go to this <laughs> Halloween spirit store. Don't look at me. <laughs> That's why all the other businesses are closing and Halloween keeps buying them. Yeah. <laughs> Secret, there's an alien civilization that's bought out all the Halloween stores. <laughs> and then they just, if they need a new mask, they just run in there. And they yeah. have like overpriced PS5s yeah. for like $9,000. Why? <laughs> but yeah, interesting theories, right? Yeah, speculation. But I now believe that it's on the... Uh, Coming? It's soon. Well, they keep saying that they want to release the whole Docker thing, but they never did, right? What is it, Docker? Yeah, well, the whole I'm like... software engineer. So when you say Docker, I'm thinking about something completely uh, different. Uh, kind of like um, the whole... Uh, back catalog of like all the sightings everything the truth about what happened what they covered up everything that's been redacted oh yeah 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 so at first it was like uh, when, when Trump was running he's like I'm going to declassify everything he never did yeah and then the next uh, Biden he's like well I'm going to get to the bottom of it too nothing happens so it's like who is it just something to say during the campaign yeah I don't think I think they don't actually have access I think you actually have to be a certain type of person mm-hmm. to actually get into those and you have to actually make it a focus you know what I mean you have to kind of prove to them mm-hmm. that you're going to be loyal to them right in other words if you're going to get that information for the purposes of disclosing it then they're just going to not exist while you're president you know yeah. I mean? supposedly I was listening to this other guy and I'm going to be honest it's like John Greer. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know about this one because he says some things, like he talks about economics and I'm just like, I don't think you understand economics. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, you know, it's like the trillion dollar budget of the government, they have a hundred trillion dollars and I'm like, I, I don't think you understand money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he's more in the UFO then. So Yeah. <laughs> so like he says some things where I'm like, it ain't lining up. 
<laughs> no, I'm not saying they're not hiding money, right? Like, I, he, he'll say that, like, you can have, like, a billion-dollar airplane that only costs $100 million, and the rest of it's getting shoveled off. Yes, but then that money is showing up in the budget, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not showing up where it actually went. Mm-hmm. I'll believe that all day. But it's in the budget, right? It's it's in the M1 money supply. It's in the money supply, right? Like, it's we know that the money's there. We don't know where it is. We may have misinformation about where the money is, but we know it's out there. And we know how much of it's out there. So for you to say that there's $100 trillion that we don't know exists, mm-hmm. I'm going to say bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, especially because at that level... When you have a, if you have ninety percent of the money in the economy, it has no value. You know what I mean? Um, so it's because uh, if you unloaded all that into the money into the economy, then everything's you know what I mean. Everything would inflate, and then you would have nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it 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 just I don't um. You can't actually have that much money and have it actually have that much value. You know what I mean? As 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 0.1% of the population. You can't hold that much of the wealth yeah. and have it still have that much value. It so, would lose its value. You know what I mean? He may be referencing something from Metal Gear Solid 3 mm. because in the Metal Gear Solid 3, they said that after World War II, in order to help the world economy get back on its feet, they manufactured a single uh, computer chip which had the data for bank accounts of like known all over the world, right? Okay. And it, it totaled to about like 14 trillion. Yeah. It's a MacGuffin, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, it doesn't exist. But yeah. anyway, it's a MacGuffin in the game. And I think he maybe was like thinking about that. Yeah. Maybe. I yeah. don't think so. I think he just was trying to like imply that they had enough money to control the world. Oh. And so he came up with a number that's astronomical and spoke it as though he knew for sure that's how much they had when really he's just speculating that's how much they have and he's speculating that's how much they have because he doesn't really understand that it's actually impossible yeah. for them to have that much even if they have that much money in credit it would have to be credit because we know how many bills we've got even if they have that much money if they have all if they have that much of a percentage of the actual spendable money then it doesn't actually have that value anymore mm-hmm. you know what I mean they couldn't spend it all. As soon as they put that much money into the economy, then the value of everything they're buying would go up so dramatically that it wouldn't actually have as much buying power as they as it purportedly has, right? Yeah. So it it just um it he it, it I'm I'm all on board for them siphoning money off of other programs that makes sense to me. They talked about an independence day, right? I get it. Mm-hmm. You don't spend a hundred million dollars for a hammer, right? <laughs> Whatever. So or in Jason Bourne, yeah. But the thing is, that in that scenario, the money's still accounted for. It's still part of the one trillion dollar government budget. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's it's not clear where the money actually went. That does not mean that it's multiple orders of magnitude higher than the government budget, right? And mm-hmm. so he's mixed those two things up. He's there was a couple other things like that where he said it, and I was just like, oh, okay, you lost me. Mm-hmm. You lost me. You know, you're like. Doesn't really add up either, but yeah. I hate where I was going with that, but anyway, uh, what was I trying to say? He would, so you don't really have too much faith in what he's saying at the moment. Yeah, but there was there was a, there was a point I was trying to drive at with that, and I don't remember what it was. So if you remember, because you just saw it, <laughs> uh, so leave a note in the comments <laughs> and remind me. Yeah. Uh, 
So where are you landing right now with your best evidence that you would say for you? So I like Lazar's statements. Mm -hmm. Supposedly there's holes there, but I, I need to maybe dig more into those. The best one is the Tic Tac footage from the pilot. Yeah. So the, 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 the best evidence is what is admitted to by the government, the orbs, the Tic Tacs, mm -hmm. right? We don't actually, I don't think that we've had official statements that were verified with footage. So, for example, Lazar's statements don't have footage to back them up. Yeah, it's just his They're, accountability. Yeah. Now, account. he was, I think we can prove supposedly that he worked where he said he worked. Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, he potentially had access to this information. But we can't prove that he actually saw what he said he saw. Mm -hmm. Um. Other than there's a lot of testimonies that are very difficult to deny. But with the Tic Tac episode, we have footage of it. Yeah. It's corroborated by other pilots at the same time. It was, you know what I mean? We yeah. have video and multiple sensor data backing it up. We know that it was there. Yeah. We know that the orbs were there. They showed a video to Congress and said, this is here. Doesn't look like this was fake footage. Mm -hmm. We've got actual footage, right? This was here. So NASA has pulled footage off of sensors they control and said, yeah, there's these metallic orbs. We've seen them too, right? Mm -hmm. So what do I know? There's shit flying around that we don't know where it came from. So that's the best evidence that got to you so far. That and then the testimonies. If you look at the testimony of like Bob Lazar, mm -hmm. which supposedly has been very consistent. It's just, it's like so detailed. You know what I mean? It's just like, and he just, he, the way that he describes it, it just seems like he's pulling stuff out of memory. Like it just, it, there's no way that, and he'll just like spawn a thread and come back to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's not inconsistent when he comes back to it. You know what I mean? He comes back to it and his story is still consistent. So he'll fork the way that I'm forking now to be like, oh, I got this idea, right? Oh, and don't, let me remember this, right? Yeah. Oh, and remember that. Showing there's a depth of information here that I'm drawing from, right? But then I, but it's all consistent. It all, you know, I come back and then I'll come back to what I'm talking about over here, and it lines up. All yeah. these dots connect. They're self-consistent, and so it's the testimony. Um, there are some times where like he would get a migraine, where I'd be like, yeah, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a long testimony, and it seems to line up. Have you ever heard the Art Bell call-in? The guy claiming he just ran so away. I've heard his name Art from Bell. some of the other people I've been listening to, but so, I haven't actually seen anything from him. Okay, Art Bell was a radio host in California. Okay. He talked about paranormal UFOs, you know, the whole gambit, right? Yeah. So he would have people call in and they expire you know, their experiences with UFO sightings, ghost sightings, and he would go over everything. And then... There was this one episode where a caller calls in, frantic, and tells him, Art, you got to believe me. You know, this is going to sound really weird. I've been chased by a lot of the government agencies. Just listen to what I have to say. I'm going to give you the whole detail. And the Art, whole detail. Yeah, and Art Bell's like, okay, go ahead. You know, he he's like, go ahead. Tell me what you want to do. And he goes, I just, you know, I quit from Area 51. Aliens aren't what they are. You know, we think they're from outer space, but they're not. They're from another dimension, and they're trying to take over. You know, he's he's going on and on, right? As he's saying this, Art's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And then 
the whole radio station, the whole power of the radio station just gets cut out, cut off the air. So they try to go back and Art Bell comes back on and he goes, we just had our whole uh, power thing blow up. And he's like, and usually we would go back to a backup generator when that happens. Even that failed. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you guys, but we lost the caller. A few months go by and the caller calls back again. And he's like, oh my God, they got you. You know, and he's like freaking out. And he's like going on about the interdimensional beings again. I'm saying, again, I don't buy it just for the same reason I don't buy wormholes. And I yeah. don't, by the way, Lazar talks about wormholes. I think that I don't think that he has actually hard evidence that they use wormholes. I think that he's speculating when he says that. Yeah. That they use wormholes. I don't think that that makes any sense at all. Again, because if they can get here faster than light, then we've got an issue where we should be seeing more of them than we do. Mm-hmm. Why are we seeing like a whole fleet, right? Right. We should be seeing like they, there should be so even if it's one one thousandth of them that are, of, that are in the galaxy that actually want to come here, they should all freaking be here. You know yeah. what I mean? Every single one of them. You know what I mean? So the fact that there's half a dozen or so different variants, right? Like that speaks to me of the half a dozen stars nearby that are hosting life. You know what I mean? Possibly. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> which, yeah. yeah. There, there's an anime I was watching where the aliens do come, but they're so enamored with our pets, cats, dogs. They're like, oh my God, they're so cute. And they just can't take it and they have to leave. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, that's so damn cute. I got to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's more like that. <laughs> more that they get so enamored with our yeah. animals. They're like, I can't destroy your earth. Can't. We got to go. We, we, uh-huh. Here, give him a treat. I got to go. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to give him. He's so damn cute. <laughs> oh, man. It's a lot, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. But, you know, keep... Really looking forward to that next report. Yes. You know I mean? Whenever they come out and they're like, here it is. Here it is. This is what we have. Yep. And it amounts to a claw machine or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we found this alien claw machine. And, uh... Yeah, it's the best claw machine technology <laughs> out there. I mean, it doesn't drop the prize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets it right in the the thing every time. This is fifty years worth of research. <laughs> yeah, fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> look at that! You can get the claw; it just picks it right up. <laughs> look, look, these are coming to arcades across the nation. <laughs> Put arcades out of business. Yep. <laughs> every time. <laughs> And that's uh, the big reveal. Yeah. Oh, that's it, man. Yeah. Crazy episode of Splayed, right? Yeah, very. Yeah. Next week, we're talking about... Lesser economy. Yeah. No. I don't know. Probably we'll, we'll, we'll think about that. <laughs> I, hope it's, I hope it's been interesting. Yes. Um, we don't know shit, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> just not- Total bullshit. Coming out right now. Yeah. We're not under oath, are we? No. Good. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, you know, everything that we're saying is true to the best of our of our, of our knowledge. Mm-hmm. But uh, our knowledge is not vast. <laughs> we, so, we only will know one-tenth of our knowledge. <laughs> yeah. We only know one-tenth of what we know. <laughs> so there you go. And that's recursive. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Repeating, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Repeating, of course. We're going to go. All right. Peace out, guys. Bye. <laughs>